Welcome to the 9 to 5 podcast, brought to you by Worklight, a ministry uniting Christians to shine bright in the workplace. We hope you enjoy this episode. Welcome to the 9 to 5 podcast. I'm Wesley Farrow, president of Christians in Commerce and Worklight, and I'm uh, joined today by Clark Sowers, president of Expert Effect. Howdy, Clark. Nice to have you. Thanks for being here. Oh, you're welcome, Wes. I'm really excited to uh, to join you for this podcast. Yeah, and and I should uh, I should make sure that everyone knows that this is a little bit of inside baseball. I've known Clark for about ten years or so. Um, not that we talk every day. Um, we have known each other for a while, so it's nice to hear a familiar voice and be able to kick off this new phase of podcasts with someone who I know pretty well as a Christian brother. So, thank you again for joining us today. Uh, you're welcome, Wes. We know we're getting old when we uh, talk in decades. I've known this person for this <laughs> one decade, this person for two decades, et cetera, et cetera. Exactly, exactly. Well, that's a good cue to to pause and, and just pray together for a few moments over the podcast, You know, knowing that God knows us all for each decade and every decade of our life and even far beyond that. Just to start by turning to you, Lord, and saying thank you for this opportunity to, to connect with one another and to share stories in a way that brings people closer to you in Christ for this time together, that it might be guided by the Holy Spirit in a way that honors your name and does your will. We ask this all be done in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. So I, I feel like a good place to start, Clark, is, is saying a little bit about what our current relationship is and then where it all started, where it all began 10 year or so years ago. So Clark, the company you run, Expert Effect, is an HR consulting company that we currently use at Christians in Commerce. Part of the reason we use them is that I've used them in the past with other organizations that I've run, and I've been quite happy with the service. But part of it is also because 10 or so years ago when I was working in Los Angeles for a leadership institute just on the edge of downtown LA, when I walked around the building, there were a few people I enjoyed saying hi to, but there was one guy in particular, uh, and his name is Clark, spoiler alert, who just always had this, this energy to it, like this positivity, this smile, this, this greeting that wasn't just nice, but it really felt real and felt authentic. And so it was a beautiful thing years later to learn that a part of where that comes from is, is that, that Clark, that you're a Christian and that you know, your Christian context and identity is something that in a sense spills over into your work. And Expert Effect provides a, a wide range of HR services and some of the more specialized ones, including a, a series that you helped go through with our staff just a couple weeks ago are around stress resiliency. Again, inside baseball, I happen to know a little bit about this aspect of your life and your faith journey and your personal journey. But I wonder if, if you don't mind me throwing a fastball right out the gate here, if you could tell us about your story as a Christian dealing with stress and how that's kind of shaped the way that you now show up in life and work and everything in between. Yeah, a little background on me. I came to know Christ when I was two and a half. So <laughs> it was really early. My parents became Christians when I was two, changed their life, and I just was on fire for God at a really early age. Wow. Yeah, it was, that was amazing. And, you know, I learned about God's peace and his strength. I just remember as a little kid, my mom always, you know, uh, the scripture that was kind of our go-to is the Lord is my shepherd. That is all about stress resiliency, um, Mm -hmm. Psalms 23. But 
as my life moved on, my life was filled with major, major stress. And a lot of it was self-induced. I was just kind of a high achieving type personality. Um, so starting at 14, my life just became very stressful as I got involved in all sorts of things at school and focused on academics. And I was definitely, it was a rare occasion that I was feeling, feeling God's peace. Um, and that, you know, I was, I was lying down by streams of water. It, it, life did not feel like that. And it all came to a head the junior year of, of, uh, of college. I went to Pepperdine University. Um, had a good support system of, of fellow Christians. You know, church was amazing and, and brought peace to me. But I was just so driven to succeed mm-hmm. that I was going nonstop. And I went into my junior year as junior class president, um, manager of the theater on campus, manager in the volunteer center, wanting to get all A's. And my schedule was just too overloaded. So first night in that dorm room, I couldn't sleep. And Wes, it was like not a wink. I did not sleep the entire night. Wow. And it was a rough night. And then I went into school the next day. And then I was even more stressed because I couldn't concentrate in class. And I was already behind on planning events. And so I was actually sleepless for an entire week. Had insomnia for an entire week. Whoa. Yeah. It was like, talk about someone who's used to achieving and used to being strong. All of a sudden, my life was turned upside down, and I felt incredibly weak. And I had to make the decision to, uh, to lead Pepperdine for that semester. I just knew there was no way to continue. And for the whole junior class to be like, where did our, our class president go? So, you know, I was visible. Yeah. Um, a lot of us wow. in business were in visible roles. So when we, when we have these moments, it, it's broadcast to everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was a moment where I was just changed. And, and thankfully, I, I, I started studying stress you know, as a, as a 21-year-old. Went back to Pepperdine and still achieved, um, was still valedictorian. But I went in with just a whole new set of tools, a whole new way to tap into God. And it just changed my life for the better. And so um, when I founded Expert Effect, it was not only to just help businesses with HR, which I love doing because that's my background. But it was also like, what can I do to help people become more resilient to stress? Just to be on a different trajectory than my life was first headed. Thank you for the work you do and, and for sharing that story. It's always, it's always amazing to hear not only the way the Lord puts us to use in this life, but the way that he teaches us through our experiences oftentimes of falling apart, uh, yeah. the way that we can really put things together to honor him and, and to seek his will. There's a bunch that I'd love to dig in there. One piece that stands out to me, you know, our mission at Christians in Commerce and, and also Worklight is to encourage and equip Christians to be God's presence in the workplace by the power of the Holy Spirit, exercising faith, integrity, and excellence. So excellence is the word that it feels like it's kind of ringing, particularly loudly hearing your story. And I identify with much of that as well in my teenage and and college years of this drive to run for the elected office, to be the valedictorian, right? We're taught so much in our culture about excellence and and success and productivity. You know, the upside of that is to reflect the gifts that God has given us, but at times that can really become an idol. I know I've experienced that in my life where productivity, success, excellence, whichever word it might be, actually gets in the way of my relationship to God and, and my seeking of truth. 
I wonder if you could talk about that, you know, from your own perspective and experience as, as an entrepreneur, as a leader, as someone whose kind of whole professional world is built around caring for others, but doing it in an excellent way. You know, how do you avoid either for yourself or how do you coach and support others to avoid falling into that trap of the idol of productivity? Yeah, such a good question. You know, I feel like God has designed each of us to be excellent. Like we're created in his image and out of that comes excellence. Hmm. But as soon as we define excellence by what society thinks is excellence, by what our parents think is excellence, by what our peers, our family, as soon as we let other people define what excellence is, that's where it can become an idol. And that's where God's plan for excellence could get skewed. So, you know, I think of multiple people in the Bible that sought after God, Joseph, David, they had times in their life where their life did not look like excellence being produced. Yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> right. When David was in the, in the desert hiding from Saul, that did not appear, appear like a warrior who was victorious over his enemies. Mm-hmm. And same with Joseph, you know, he had these dreams of excellence, like God is going to use him for excellence. But, you know, as he was going through different times and being in jail, it wasn't excellence. So I think that's the biggest thing is, is like when we can connect our dreams of excellence and connect those with the way God designed us and be patient to know that that excellence is going to come at the right time. And so that might be times of, of like really low productivity. There's someone at our church, and I just admire this guy so much. He's 25. A year ago, he just decided God wanted him to take time off from the world of work. I mean, he's a brilliant guy, very ambitious, but he's been taking a year off work, and then it's taken a little longer. He's like, COVID's hit. I'll just take longer. This is kind of a cool experience. (laughs) (laughs) And so he's not driven to productivity, but I sense that he is the type of individual that maybe five years from now, He'll be ultra productive and will be going at a fast pace, but he laid the foundation and, and will launch that excellence at the right time. And when it becomes an idol is when our identity becomes tied to the excellence and, and we don't want to give up feeling excellent in front of others. And as soon as we put that down, one example that just pops out to me is when I met my now wife, Tiffany, and I was, I'd launched Expert Effect about two years prior to meeting her. And it was all about excellence. You know, sure. All about making expert effect excellence and launching this business. And I was so motivated, but our relationship was not taking off. And then it was one day for me kind of laying down that idol and saying, am I going to give my heart to Tiffany as a potential future wife, or am I going to give my heart to expert effect and make it excellent? Hmm. And thankfully because I might not be married to her today. I chose to, to you know, to give my heart to her. Yeah. Um, and I've still, you know, been able to assemble a great team and, and we're doing excellent work. At that point, if God would have asked me to walk away from expert effect, I would have, because my heart was going to, to Tiffany. Hmm. 
That's a beautiful story. I, I would imagine Tiffany probably doesn't mind hearing it every now and then either. <laughs> yes, not at all. I often get on these podcasts and, you know, we use real life examples. So there's a few that I'm like, oh man, I hope she can't hear that. She's in the next room. <laughs> I have to go tell her, I'm like, Tiffany, I shared this about this. I hope that's all right. So this one, hopefully she, she did. She is eavesdropping. Yeah, I'm, I'm, glad, I'm glad we drew that one out today. Um, yes. <laughs> well, you mentioned, I think it was Psalm 23 you mentioned earlier, which it's the former math teacher in me. I don't know. I've never noticed this before, but if you double Psalm 23, you get Psalm 46, which is be still and know that I'm God. You know, a lot of what we're talking about is being driven, right? Being in motion, being in activity, sometimes in stark contrast to being still. So that that story of a man taking a year off of his you know, productive, quote unquote, productive life to really see what God has in store with him. I think that's an inspiration for all of us. And I'm curious, I don't know if he happens to work in the Christian world or the secular world, but I know that the office building where you and I met years ago was predominantly, if, if not perhaps entirely secular. I know that a lot of the work that you do with Expert Effect is for companies that don't have any explicit Christian identity or direction. I, I just love to, to hear a little bit about and have you share a little bit about your experience kind of as a Christian in the secular world. You know, we're all called in different ways to shine the light of Christ as best we can in the workplace. But those workplaces can look very different. You, you seem to have a pretty unique one. I'd love to hear what that's, what that's like for you. It's interesting. You know, we have two kind of focuses at Expert Effect. The human resources side, I have to be ultra careful as mm. an HR professional. So when I run point with some of our clients on HR stuff, if I throw God into the equation, it could be tricky because we're in a world with all these laws around um, harassment in the workplace mm -hmm. and whatnot. You know, I have some friends that, you know, are maybe in marketing or in, in finance, and they're able to open up with colleagues and pray with them in the workplace. But I do have to be really careful with that because we have to practice what we preach in the realm of HR. So there's been a few occasions where I've just felt led, like I've got to share God with this business owner. And even though I'm wearing that HR hat, I feel like God gives me wisdom on how to share it. But then the other side of it is, is the stress resiliency side. And there we have this team of stress resiliency experts. And it's not a Christian-based program. But I was like, you know what? We can bring God into this piece. So we actually added a spiritual expert to our team. We have a performance psychologist, nutritionalist, a time hmm. effectiveness expert. But I was like, why not add a spiritual expert to the team? Yeah. who runs with God, who knows God, and who can help people go deep on the spiritual side of life. Because if that's a big part of stress resiliency, it's kind of an add-on to the process. So high performers who kind of go through our process, they do an assessment. And there's a question that says, you know, part of stress resiliency is sometimes going deep on spiritual things. Would you like to connect with a spiritual expert? Mm -hmm. And some say no, and then others say yes. And then we kind of ask them, where are you at with God or religion, et cetera, just so we know where they're coming from and can honor that. That's been leading to some really cool God conversations. So it's like getting creative with like, how can this business be, be something that draws closer, people closer to God, um, even working within those constraints that we had on the HR side of the business. Yeah. I mean, what a powerful way to create earthly space for the Holy Spirit to move, connect people and, and give them a chance to open up. I know those little moments where people have asked me questions in my faith journey have often 
been almost new openings, right? Like a whole new path can open just from that, that one question. So that's a, that's a really, really powerful practice. Thank God for that. I'd love to know a little more. You've talked a bit about some of the connections between your walk with Christ and expert effect, and particularly around stress resilience. Are there even more sort of connections between your Christian faith and this stress resilience aspect of your work, you know, whether they're Christian practices that transfer to that space or whether they're, uh, you, you touched on a few pieces of scripture, maybe it's sort of a theological basis for the type of work you do. Like, what are those sort of either implicit or explicit ways that stress resilience is sometimes perhaps almost a, a different way of saying life in the spirit? Several years back, it was probably like three years in with expert effect. I always made a decision. I don't want any business partners. I've just heard so many stories about business partners. Yeah, I've heard some bad ones too. <laughs> right? Like, I don't want to be one of those stories. So I'm like, I'm going to do this solo. You know, it's, it's, I'm going to be the owner and I'm not going to have partners. But that does mean a lot of stress. All the weight is on, on you. Mm-hmm. And so early on, I did get that image of like, man, God is, is my co-pilot with this. You know, if we're, if we're flying a plane with this business, God is my co-pilot. He wants me to take action. Um, he doesn't want me to just wait on him for every answer. And I'm not going to do anything yeah. with consulting you, God. He wants me to just fly that plane and whatnot. But he's right there beside me. And then there are times when I can just say, like, God, I can't be the pilot right now for expert <laughs> effect. Can you, can you just take the lead for a little while? <laughs> I need, I need to take a nap. I need to you know, have that stillness that yeah. we talked about. So that's been a powerful, powerful concept. I feel like, you know, if you take that analogy further, uh, March 16th, 2020, the plane, we went through a storm, started to go through a storm like we've never been through before. Like a hurricane, yeah. we're trying to pilot that. And so I'm like, oh my gosh, what is this going to look like to be a business owner during the pandemic? Mm-hmm. I would have never signed up for this. If, if God had told me, like, by the way, as a business owner in about, you know, eight years, you're going to go through a pandemic. <laughs> I would have said, no way do I, I need a, a guaranteed job, guaranteed income. Sure. So at the beginning of the pandemic, I was just like, oh my gosh, how does this look? Two things popped. One is, is, is God said, Clark, I, I want you to trust me like never have before. Hmm. And I want you to enjoy trusting me and for it just to be easy. Um, I had always seen trusting God as something I strive for. It's, uh, it's so mm. much easier to trust myself, and I have to strive to trust God. <laughs> and it was like, no, this can be the easiest thing, and you're going to enjoy trusting me. Wow. So I've been walking into that more and more. And then the other thing that I'm just like so excited about is, is really tapping into the Holy Spirit for direction on how to proceed with my business. And it's this whole concept of like time, like if as business people, we can get more done in less hours, that is going to make us less susceptible to stress and it's going to make us thrive in our business roles. Sure. So like there is this realm in the kingdom where we can operate at really high levels of efficiency if we tap into the Holy spirit for it, like Jesus's ministry, he changed the face of this world, not just through dying on the cross, but also his ministry. And it wasn't a 50, 60 year ministry. It's like everything that Jesus did couldn't be contained in all the books in this (laughs) world. Right. That's crazy. Like how did Jesus do that? 
in, in such again, a short period of earthly time. Right. Yeah. 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 And by the way, that's not my own own thing. That's from uh, Bending Time mm. uh, by, by Dan McCollum. Amazing book. So I was like, yeah, what does that look like for me? And so I started to try to do is just tap into the Holy Spirit. Like, who do you want me to contact today in, in the business mm. world? Sometimes just all of a sudden someone will be put on my heart. And maybe I haven't talked to them in years. It's like, oh, I should reach out to Kevin. I haven't talked to him in years. I'll be going throughout the day. It'll be insanely busy. And typically I'd just be like, fall by the wayside. But I can't get it out of my mind. It's like, I have wow. to reach out to Kevin. So I email Kevin, for example. Kevin replies within five minutes. Clark, I can't believe you reached out. We have this exact need at our company. Huh. Or this is this. And then it's like wow. the easiest business transaction ever where, you know, it's like, don't even need a proposal. It's like, yeah, let's just do this. This is, yeah. this is perfect. I can't believe you reached out. Um, and so that's been happening more and more. And like the amount of time and energy that I'm saving, making me not as susceptible to stress and just helping the business grow even more is, is off the charts. What a remarkable practice. Yeah, that's, that's, I think that's a, probably a, a helpful both story and example for all of us that time is often such a human thing, really. And we measure it and we chop it up and we try to make it this or make it that. But ultimately, if we can give our time to God, especially through the, the power of the spirit, then that time comes back to us in a very different, and as you're pointing out, I think a often much more efficient and effective way. That's, that's a beautiful practice. We're closing in on the, uh, the end of our conversation here together, and I'd love to take a moment to pray before we sign off for the day. But before we do that, just again, wanted to say thank you so much, Clark, for joining us today. It's, it's wonderful to hear about your journey and your faith as a Christian. It's inspiring, frankly, to hear about expert effect and the, the, the work that you all do that doesn't have to be flying the banner of Christianity, but in a subtle way that the light of Christ is in there right? The same way it was when I met you in the hallway <laughs> 10 years ago. You weren't wearing a I'm a Christian sticker, but your smile said a lot. Wonderful to have you here today. And it is a, it's a pleasure to call you a friend as well as a sort of distant colleague these days. So thanks for taking time. Oh, you're so welcome, Wes. And I'm just like beside myself happy of, of where you've landed in your career. Just the amazing leadership that you've always brought to wherever you go, but being able to do it in the space you're in now is just so cool. So I'm excited to hear all the stories that are, that are going to come out of the work that you're doing. Christians in commerce, it's cool stuff. Well, thank you, Clark. Glory be to God for everything yes. in both of our journeys. If you're open to it, I'd love to just close in prayer together. Lord, thank you for this time together. Please continue to watch over both of us and all of us, uh, everyone who's listening at the home and in, in their car, at the maybe at the office, although perhaps less these days than usual. Pray for the peace and the faith and confidence, Lord, that this is all in your hands. In spite of challenges that we face in the workplace and in life, just help us to know that our true value, our true excellence, our true drive comes from and rests in you. And we pray particularly that Christ might be with us and help us all to shine our light in the workplace, the way that we work and the fruit of our work and the context of our work, whether Christian or secular, might reflect the grace of Christ and the power of the Holy Spirit. We lift up all these prayers in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Thank you for listening. To learn more about Worklight, please visit our website at worklight.org, 
where we are continuously providing tools and resources to support you living your faith at work.